Hi guys, it's Molly Knight. I am super excited to have something a little different for you guys today um, on this podcast. I saw a film called Swan Song on Apple TV. It just came out a few weeks ago and was blown away. I cried through the entire movie, but don't let that be the reason that you don't see it. Um, Here with me today is one of the stars of the film who also happens to be married to my best friend. <laughs> His name is Niyasha Hatendi. Say hello, Niyasha. Hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> He's very self-effacing. I said one of the stars and he just kind of shook his head. Like, it's not huh? true. <laughs> oh, it is true. He is, I believe, um, was it the, the New York Times or the New Yorker that called you the emotional uh, the emotional fulcrum of the movie? Was that uh, what it was? Yes, I, I believe so. Yes, um, okay. And um, I'm, I'm glad they, they, they felt that. Yes. <laughs> um, the, the movie is incredible. And the reason I wanted to have him on, not just to talk about um, a great film you, you should all be seeing, was... I also just wanted to ask him about what it was like shooting a film uh, during COVID and the whole process. Um, For those of you who don't know, the film stars Mahershala Ali, Naomi Harris, Glenn Close, Aquafina. They're all tremendous. It's a fabulous um, young director. What's the director named? Ben Cleary. Ben Cleary, Mm -hmm. who who comes over from short films. Um, Yeah, he did a wonderful film called Stutterer, which won an Oscar uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, He's incredible, incredible Irish talent. Yeah, um, and, and lovely man wrote a lovely, lovely, lovely script. Yeah, and the, the movie just I think will um, impact a lot of us. There's, there's a, um, it's about life and death, but it's also just about some of the choices we have to make and the sacrifices we have to make for those that we love. And um, all of us are going through that right now in in various ways in this pandemic as we enter year three. Um, but Niasha mm-hmm. started to so this movie, this film came out in. Uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. when did you first read the script for it gosh so um this is about a, a over a year ago um because we filmed it in october of last last year so um i i went i got it probably a month before that it took about a month before i i got the script read it went in to meet read put a tape together and then um a couple of weeks later i got a call uh to to sit down over Zoom with uh-huh. uh, with with Ben, okay, uh, the director. Um, so yeah, and all in all, it was about. I guess I got it a month before we went. So that, that October, September, October, we were filming. And, and the life of a working actor. I mean, how many scripts do you see in a month? Um, that's good God. It, it, oof, no, come to think <laughs> of it, it's it, it changes. I mean, it depends on what time of year. It used to be that you had pilot seasons at yeah. the beginning of the year. You were getting like ten scripts in a week, and you'd have to prepare deeply uh, <laughs> on ten different projects and expect to sort of, you know, pr- produce something um, um, seminal each and every time. But that doesn't happen anymore. So now it's sort of I get about. And the more I get on, I, I become more selective about stuff. So I get fewer than than I did before. But it's at least about, I say, I get four or five scripts a month okay. um, to to prepare, and um, and four or five scripts that I really like a month to prepare. Sometimes you get a script and you read, you know, you read it and then you realize it's not for you. Right. Um, so I say I, you get about ten scripts a month, um, and of those ten, about four or five 
maybe six you end up sort of really chasing after. For those of you who aren't familiar with Niasha's work, he starred for years on a brilliant show called Casual on Hulu as Leon. Mm. And that's actually where uh, he and Jessica uh, met my, my best friend. And um, I should say one of my best friends. I'm not five. I don't just have one best friend. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that's how they met. And so yeah. Casual will always have a, a soft spot in my right. heart because now Niasha's <laughs> in my life and isn't, isn't uh, allowed to go anywhere. And he's uh, adopted the Dodgers uh, as yeah. his team yeah, um, he's a full-on Angelino now he's Angelino. in it Stanfordite Stanford well. exactly was, he was, was forced to uh, to join the cult he, he's joined the cult on a wedding day on, on our <laughs> true story on our wedding day they didn't do a um for various reasons uh we had a we we had a big party for them and they didn't have a, a church service and and um so I think you guys got married by justice of the peace or something happened right at first. Uh, yeah, no, we went up to, we were married in Seattle first, right. um, uh, earlier in the year. So yeah. I think it was June. I think we got married. Yeah. Um, and it was just one of those, you know, um, Jess's brother actually was the officiant and, uh, her dad was there and her mom was there and, um, Janet, just about yeah. five of us and our little niece, uh, Marin. And then we had the, the party a couple of months ago. The party, so I, they asked me to give it to speak. And because we hadn't seen uh, the vows, um, I actually decided, uh, because we are a, a large group of women, we, we run at a pack we, known mm-hmm. as the Nerd Herd. And I, um, I, I, wrote a, I wrote a series of vows for Niasha that he would agree to do things like come to Stanford games with us. And mm-hmm. yep. he said, I do after all of those things. So I had to. I yes. I mean, there was no way I couldn't. There was say no yes. turning back to, you know, to, yeah. if, if we needed a stand in for Patrick Swayze and the lift and dirty dancing, you know, he, I would happily do that. Yes. Yes. Yep. So, um, so anyway, so here we are um, talking <laughs> about a devastating film, um, but, <laughs> but yeah, so you, so you read the script and then yeah. you had, you had to audition, you had to send in a tape. What did you have to do? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Victoria Thomas was the casting director. Okay. Uh, Vicky Thomas, um, one of the foremost black casting directors in Hollywood and uh, a legend in her own right. And so whenever she sends something through, you pay attention. And, um, and I was very grateful to get something from her because I always know that it's going to be something that I'm interested in. So I sat down and I read the script when it came through and uh, it was one of those, the, the, it happens, you know, most of the jobs that I get, there tends to be this reaction where it, it is an emotional reaction where mm-hmm. you, I, I read the, the experiences of the characters, each and every one of the characters I could identify with in a way that felt very visceral. And I just knew how to play the role and the, the Andre, the, um, Andre is, is, is the character's name. He's uh, the twin uh, brother of uh, Naomi Harris's character, Poppy, um, and their relationship is is central and it's such an interesting dynamic, uh, just a brother and a sister dynamic. Which you know, we all have family, and we all know how complicated that dynamic can be. And um, particularly when that close, and we have friends who have twins as well. Yeah. And it was it was kind of it was all. It just felt like everything in the zeitgeist was pointing to me being ready to tell the story. Mm. Um, and it just became really apparent as I read the script, and it was like. You know, funnily enough, I had a moonlight reaction. Um, yeah. or, or we call it the moonlight reaction, yeah. I guess now, um, where I burst into tears after about ten minutes after I finished reading the script. Yeah, um, I just had a very visceral, emotional reaction, mm-hmm. and and I just knew this was something I really wanted to be part of, and um, and so I I put a tape together and sent it in, and um, it, it was funny when these things happen and these sort of scripts come along, the work that you do. Um, 
uh, it almost becomes subconscious hmm. and you do it automatically and you, you, you get right to the heart of it very, very, very quickly. And I think that's what happened. And so it just felt very natural for me. And, and thankfully, um, Ben and uh, Vicky and, and Mahershala and all the producers um, agreed. And uh, so they, they called me in and, and, and I got the job. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I, yeah. I think you're, I, when I was watching that film, I cried so hard. And it's funny, I, I hadn't cried that hard since Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Um, I had yeah. the same reaction. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's the Mahershala connection. I don't know if it's the if that he just breaks me into a hundred pieces or if it was just the, the subject matter, um, I think all yeah. of it, I think, well, yeah, it's a combination of all of it. And, yeah. and, you know, I think also, I think there's an emotional intelligence to the, the creators, um, that is, was very apparent. I know Ben is a very emotionally intelligent human being. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think personally, when I spoke to him about it, when we, when, when I auditioned and we met for the first time, we just chatted for, 30 40 minutes um and we didn't do any work and we we were very personal it was like we it was it was one of those those it felt like one could be vulnerable yeah and i think that's what this movie does it it shows vulnerability and um and the strength of vulnerability and the weaknesses of vulnerability and and um and it explores it in a in a very loving and and fair but you know, a visceral way um, and poetic way. And I think whenever you have material that is willing to be that honest or, or to go to those places that we find uncomfortable and do so with generosity and, and vulnerability and kindness, I think we're always going to have that that yeah. reaction. I think it speaks to us all. I think we all need that in a way. And when Moonlight came along, I was like, I really needed that. And similarly with, with, with this, I felt the same thing. Something I was thinking about, and this doesn't give anything away. If you've seen the trailer, the trailer is available everywhere. Um, Mahershala's character uh, is diagnosed with cancer, and, and now he's got to figure out what he's going to do about it. And he has a, a wife and a, and a young son. Um, and you, you took off for this movie uh, to go film it during covid with a pregnant wife. Yeah. Um, with your first, your firstborn on the way. Yeah. And I was, I, I yeah. actually was just thinking about that right now. Yeah. It, it, it might not have been that, that much big of a stretch for you to tap into that vulnerability, you know, being away from your pregnant wife in a pandemic, mm-hmm. not knowing, you know, no vaccine at that point, mm-hmm. you know, not knowing how it affects pregnancies or infants. I mean, how, how did you, how were you emotionally during this um, shoot? Yeah, it was it was uh, it, it was intense. It was intense. There was a lot of guilt. Um, there was a lot of huh. there was we, we spoke every day, like sure. you know, multiple times every day. And you know, the first trimester is the most difficult yeah. time, um, particularly if you haven't been pregnant before. Before, it's a real shock to the system. So I, I would send um, almond biscuits and uh, sort of uh, pregnancy poppers, as they could call them, <laughs> for her and call the whole time. But it was very, um, you know, it was it was it was hard not being there, um, and it informed. I think it informed the. There was guilt. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I felt very guilty. Um, and I also felt that this had to mean something. It yeah. had to, it had to, and if it wasn't something I really believed in, I mean, then I, I think I, it would have been harder for me to do, but because it was something like it was one of the best scripts I've ever read and mm-hmm. it was working with some of the best people I, 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 you know, ever had the chance to work with. And it was in service of what I hope will be a career that will, you know, support this little 
muffin that, that <laughs> popped out. Um, beautiful little muffin. Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, um, because, of course, that's the other thing. Like that first trimester for <laughs> physically is very challenging um, for um, for for Jess. Um, it was on a scale that you know I can't possibly understand sure. obviously but I also feel that um as men um you go through this sort of this existential crisis mm-hmm. where you start to consider you know you know who are you what are you what can you provide are you good enough can you what are you going to do about you know all the things that you know men are supposed to do and provide and some of it's a total misnomer and this is you know complete indulgence but um it, it was very interesting doing this film uh, at the same time. And I think it was ironic because I think Mahershala had also had, recently had a, had a baby girl. So there was also the understanding that, oh, he would understand that yeah. as well. And so I felt very much like there was a, <laughs> there was an, I, was, I was amongst a group of people that understood these dilemmas and these challenges and were making art that was in some way going to aid people to get through these points in their lives or to understand things in their lives that they wouldn't be able to do. And ironically, that's what I spent the entire time doing with um, uh, Naomi um, Harris uh, and and I, who, you know, between shooting, we spent a lot of time walking around Vancouver, (laughs) best walking city in the world. And just had a lot of these conversations, which allowed me to get over the sense of of guilt that I was mm. fe- feeling and allowed me to figure out a lot of the things that I was, was going through as I became, was, was a father and was sort of, you know, getting into that skin or becoming a father, I guess. Um, and so it was really, it was, um, it was kind of perfect in that way. Um, if it had any other circumstances, it would have been some sort of terrible action movie, where, <laughs> um, you know, or a zombie flick or something. <laughs> really sort of like, but hey, I mean, oh, you still have to. I mean, I hear you, but but when you know people have babies on the way, you've got to get a paycheck, and you know, you've got to figure out how to care for. And so I, I understand yeah. what you mean. You're yeah. fortunate enough to be shooting something with that was resonated with you and was yeah. so powerful yeah that, that's it's true the dream it is the definite dream and and yeah and i was being paid uh, you know i was a working actor at the time my first child came and I, I think as an actor that is an incredible blessing yeah um so i was very very grateful that it happened the timing i think i was away yes that was bad but everything else seemed to it just it it kind of made sense. It couldn't couldn't have happened at a better time. Ironically, it all sort of. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. How long uh, were you away for? So it was. I, I left in October, right. and because of COVID, right. um, you know, it's just Vancouver, so you, it's like a, I don't know, a two hour flight. Um, and usually, what you'd do is you'd fly out sure. and you'd come back, back when you're not on the thing. Yeah. But it was. I got back in December, so yes. October, November, December. Um, and yeah, I got back like uh, a week before Christmas, okay. I think. And um, and yeah, and then got in the car and drove all the way back up to uh, to Seattle, um, right? To, to see, see Jessica's uh, parents, yeah, yeah, or his mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so so yeah, there was a uh, there was a lot of back and forth, but it, COVID was the reason why. Ultimately, it was we were kind of stuck in these little pods for quite some time um which we wouldn't have had to otherwise which in a weird way we were actually discussing this and some some, i don't know you know what 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 you feel about this and i'm sure there's a lot of varying opinions but the forced isolation sometime when you're a creative is actually a blessing in a sense where you're you're able to 
give yourself the excuse to to focus very intensely yeah. on one thing. Um, once you've managed to sort of get through the sort of the psychological trauma and, and, and confusion and fear and anxiety that goes with it, once you are able to find that sort of, you know, get to that mountaintop and, you know, see the, uh, see the horizon ahead of you, it can be a very, um, very, very productive and, and, and cathartic experience. Um, and that's, that's at least how I organize my mindset to be able to deal with this. Um, and I hope it shows, I, I, I hope, um, I, I think it does show actually all because all the performances I feel um, are very are, are, are very intricately thought through, mm-hmm. um, and the dynamics in between each of the characters and in each of the moments I think are very very beautifully calibrated, and I think the concentration that the um, pandemic allowed the 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 that those circumstances allowed for that level of detail and that level of concentration and that level of commitment i think which um which i think in ironically painful it might have been and 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 disassociative as it might have felt it was actually probably a blessing in disguise how much yeah. closer did you get to your cast members to naomi and mahershala than you would have had it not been a pandemic do you oh, think oh i i don't know it's um I think a, a lot closer. I mean, yeah. luckily, uh, Naomi, I knew from before. So mm-hmm. we'd already worked together on a TV show that I, I did when I was just starting out, actually. And we got on really well then. Um, um, Mahershala, unfortunately, again, because of the, uh, the the pod situation and because he was working every single day, right. um, I didn't. We, we really didn't get to spend much time together um, apart from when we were on set. Right. Um, and there was something great about that in the sense that we were able to, um, we were able to focus, do all the work and then put it on the table. And, um, and there was a, a great sense of play and creativity in the moment, which is very, very powerful. A lot of our scenes were improvised as well. So, um, uh, we were, we were getting at the, uh, the subtext, um, between these characters and we were, we were finding moments as Ben would call it, um, that highlighted the, the, the characters, um, you know, emotional lives and the, their psychology, etc. So none of it was actually scripted. And so you would do all this work and then pitch up on set and do it then. And that was a really, that working relationship was great. Working with Mahershala Ali um, um, and Naomi Harris in those circumstances as actors, you know, you have the security of a script usually. You know what you're going to be saying. And that that's great. But sometimes when that safety net is removed, the things that come out are so much more... Um, truthful and truthful in a way which is not necessarily flattering but also more powerful i think and and i think it unsettles you enough so that you never become too secure in even when you're working with a script you never become too secure you're you're reminded that there are more possibilities than are just on the page and you're encouraged to sort of explore them and and so that working relationship was what I was able to achieve or was, was, was able to experience with Mahershala in a very visceral and, and really satisfying way. Um, with Naomi, it was different because we, we were spending so much time offset together um, and we were walking around a lot, uh, just walking, walking and talking um, about, you know, everything ultimately. And so, and that translated to arriving on set and having an ease mm-hmm. Um I, I, she, I, we, I really felt like she was my my sibling, um, and you know, just from you know touches and looks and sort of just all those things that you you would be very difficult to recreate without a prior relationship 
were able to be created um, and 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 so it felt really felt really genuine and lived in and easy and also that dynamic made me feel more secure i just felt more comfortable on set it felt like we had our little thing this microcosm that the actors were creating and um um, Masanobu, the, the DP, and Ben, and and we're all sort of able to sort of dip into it. Um, but we were at the center of it, and what we were creating was so intimate and so it's so its own thing that it um, it felt very, it just felt very safe and felt very right. Um, and yeah, it was great. I always wondered how actors act can. can create these little worlds, whether it's romantic relationships or intense friendships or familial, familial bonds like you and Naomi. Um, and then, and you're, you're creating this little world for a couple months and then you just, you go, you leave. Yeah. yeah. And how weird that must be. Right. Yeah. Like if you, if, if, yeah. if you and I were walking down the street and saw Naomi, I mean, obviously you would, I would assume you would be like, ah, excited. Yeah. Yeah. But is it like you, you have all this, like, you just played brother and sister like it's like it's like a fake not a fake relationship but you have this intense yeah yeah no it's, thing, it, it's right? yeah and that's that's the job ultimately yeah. that's that's part of but the you're job human. like so you still harbor those yeah you're only humans so you must still harbor that warmth and that familiarity yeah i mean like for instance i think any of the actors that i've worked with mm-hmm. um that i got along with which fortunately are most of them um, if I ever ended up in a room and or a restaurant or a party and saw them across the way, because of the experience I'd had working with them, yeah. um, I would uh, I would immediately feel a sense of ease around them, and 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 that comes from the fact that yeah, you did share this 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 intimacy, um, uh, which which was unnatural um, yeah. for a sort of sustained period of time. And then it got cut off, but that intimacy that you created, those those molecules, those, that reaction sort of exists, and sort of you know you were changed, um, you were you were you know we were changed by it, um, and that always sticks. But there is also it, it is also very, it is very very weird because you 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 remove it. There's a sense of you knowing that it's false, but there's also the sense that you have to believe that it's true. And the more both of you believe that it's true, the better the work is. Yeah. And and so uh, being vulnerable in that way, the more vulnerable you can be and more vulnerable you are and more available you can be in that vulnerability, the better the work is going to be for both of you. Um, and so the greatest actors, I think, and, and I think, you know, realize that. And, and there's something when somebody is that vulnerable and open with you, you you can't forget that you know what I mean. It's like it's you know, it's just like you know it's like a friend confessing something to you because they they feel that you are the one person that can understand them. Just that responsibility in a sense is is the most endearing and and precious thing that you can give another person. And I think actors do that all the time. And um, it's a wonderful thing. It's a it's a beautiful thing. But when you have to switch it off, there's almost a fear that you have to protect yourself from the disappointment in yeah. a weird way of, uh, and then the loss, the grief yeah. of losing that dynamic and that relationship with with people, um, and and so it's always a mixture between the two, and and yeah, it's it, it's tricky, it, it's tricky psychologically uh, and emotionally to sort of to to do that, and you know, there's some some actors who just every time are able to get to that place and Mahershala and Naomi are two of those. It was really interesting watching how they were able to do that. And, and, and I learned, learned a lot about how to 
how to be that vulnerable, how to perform in that way, in this sort of genre, in this material, be emotional and available, but also be able to protect my own needs and my own sort of um, sense of self. Um, and, it, and it was difficult, but it was it was a really important lesson, I think. Um, and not to feel, I'm the sort of person who will just say yes to anyone. I'm, 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 I'm a people pleaser. I, I love I love to make sure that people feel secure and comfortable and, and, um, and it took me a bit to sort of understand that actually, no, you, you need to be able to reserve your, reserve a bit of space and for yourself and all of this, but at the same time, you also have to be open. So learning how to do that is, you know, is going to be an ongoing sort of, uh, uh, challenge, I think, and, and will change from project to project. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a fascinating dynamic that we have to kind of, you answered that was that was going to be my last question to you was what you what you um what you carried away from this film that mm. i think you answered it beautifully what um what where can uh listeners see find your work find you what do you have coming oh. up what do you um <laughs> uh self-promotion here we go yeah um, let's go let's do it uh what have i got going so swan song is on apple tv um yes. and and in theaters i think yes, it is. um i i'm not sure how long it'll be in the theaters but i bring your tissue bring a tissue bring a mask um, make sure you uh, write down where you parked because yeah. you might not be able to find your car afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling you. Go with a friend. Go with a friend. Uh, <laughs> Put your iPhone like tracker, like 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 find my phone so that your friend knows where you are. Exactly, at all times. <laughs> uh, wear your iWatch. Yeah. Your Apple uh, uh, paraphernalia. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, and then you can also watch it on Apple TV, which, um, you know, stream it on Apple TV on a big TV mm-hmm. with a huge family. Um, and, and I would, you know, um, especially if you've been through some form of trauma or if you've lost somebody special to you, I know it sounds like, oh, why would you want to put yourself through that? But I think uh, it affords a lot of healing in that way. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Apple TV um, is streaming Swanson well, streaming on there. And then um, for my teenage friends uh, who might be listening to this very serious yes. podcast, go and watch Alex Ryder, which is a Bond-esque uh, TV series, action series, where I play something completely different. Where can we find that? Uh, that's on Amazon. Uh, I think that's on IMDb TV okay. Pro. That's what okay. IMDb TV. You'll continue to um, show up in in many British shows, right? Um, um, I hope Britbox. so. Yeah. I well, mm, I don't know about Britbox, but he loves to go. I'll be like Niasha. Where are you? Oh, I'm in. Like, he's back in London playing some sort of barrister again. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. That was. Oh, yeah. There's um. There's a show called Hunters. That exactly. Was Hunters. See, I should be, be uh, doing your PR for you. Yeah, you should. Hunters. You should where's Where's Hunters? Hunters is on Amazon. Uh, okay. And I think that season two comes Exa- out exactly uh, uh, pretty soon. Um, that's going to be exciting. We got a working yeah. actor here, everyone, in a pandemic. Yeah, currently working in a <laughs> who pandemic. Has a, who has a baby who is about to turn seven months old in yeah. a couple of days. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> I know. God, incredible. incredible. Well, Niasha, thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. Uh, it's been a pleasure, oh, Molly. Thanks and for having I'm me. Watching you. Um, watching your career blossom has been as lovely for me as watching your relationship with Jessica no, blossom. No, so no, um, to the moon. <laughs> to the moon and beyond. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon. <laughs>